Welcome back to the 4A Baseball Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We've completed kind of one, but at least three months of baseball, if you want to include March as a fourth, but it's kind of like a fourth of a month, not even. It's two, two thirtieths, a fifteenth. Good math. We're a math pod. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. I'm excited to talk about this. I think there might be some new entries into our into our monthly team here. Um, might argue over some things. Stevs, how are we feeling on that? I think there's definitely going to be a couple guys we're going to argue back and forth about, but I think there, for the most part, I think we're we're getting into the stage where all of it's pretty consensus, right? We're all going to be like, yeah, this guy over this guy at this point in the season, and I feel like the pitchers are going to be probably the most wonky in all honesty. I agree. I think there's going to be some variety. I think the Cy Young picks in both leagues are like air quotes races because they're not like super competitive while wow, these guys are really good races it's kind of just have pitchers having a good year and it's who has the best good year uh yeah <laughs> just for reference if you guys want to order yours i did my pitchers in terms of like how i'd vote for cy young but it's it's up to you all um we start with the American League as always, and just going over what the first two months have been. Catcher, Jonah Heim, both months. Yandy Diaz at first, both months. Second base, first month was Brandon Lau. Stabs 35 bombs, gets a jersey. Not going to happen. Marcus Semyon in May. Matt Chapman and Bobachette, third base and shortstop, both months. Jared Kelnick in the outfield. Mike Trout in the outfield, both months. Kyle Tucker in April. Aaron Judge and Randy Rosarina took over in May. The ace, Jordan Alvarez, the first two months. The ace was Garrett Cole in April. May was Nathan Eovaldi. And then other pitchers include Shohei Otani, Luis Castillo, Sonny Gray twice, Jacob deGrom, Shane McClanahan, Joe Ryan, and Framber Valdez. Closer, Aroldis Chapman. Then Yanir Cano, relief pitcher both times for Felix Bautista, Jorge Lopez, Alex Lang, Shohei Otani for MVP the first month, Judge second month, and Yanir Cano, Rookie of the Year in May. We're going to go to the catcher. I mean, I, I I have I think if there's if there's a league that's a lot more uh, different, it's the American League. A lot of a lot of switching up, especially in that main lineup. Um, you almost forget that Aaron Judge is on that team because he hasn't played in two weeks. But um, man, this is gonna be interesting. Is that where you guys want to start? Or you want to recap the NL before we get into our our? I'll guy? do NL when we start NL. Okay. Um, you want to start a catcher? Yeah. Okay, I stuck with Jonah Heim. I feel like nothing much has changed. Uh, Adley's still slumping pretty heavily right now. Um, and Heim has just been the best catcher, I think, in the sport right now, um, you could maybe argue. Um, and the fact that he does it as a switch hitter is impressive. He's also got a great glove. He does. Uh, that's what we decided last month. That's kind of what put him over the edge over Rutschman last month with, was the glove. Uh, and this month, the offense is also right there. It's better than Rutschman. Expected stuff favors Rutschman. But Heim has been better. Also, 1.2 higher war. Not that war is end-all, be-all, but kind of helps to have that. Um, Yeah, I mean, I went with Jonaheim as well. And I don't really... Adley, Adley's slumping has just hurt him too much. He hasn't really bounced back the way I kind of thought he was going to. Yay, good job, Jonah. You're three sweet, for three sweet, so far. Sweet. We need to, okay, before, before we hop over to first base one, what are we calling it if, like, someone sweeps the whole season? The like that, it has to be super mega baseball all star. I like that name. I'll think about it more though. Okay, we need to think about that. If you have ideas by the end of the episode, let's put it out because we might we have a couple contenders right now. And heading to first base, I think we've got another guy who'll be competing for that. We got Yandy Diaz at first base. Has not changed for me. 
Um, Stevs, you still on the same page there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be a boring episode so far. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it'll change in a couple. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know how I say Sandy as Snatty sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I accidentally just misspelled Yandy as Yanatty. Yeah, it's Yanatty, dude. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's been that. Um, second base probably nice. also stays the same. Yeah. Marcus Simeon. Yeah, I mean, Simeon. if it wasn't for a bit of a slow start by Simeon and a hot start by Brandon Lau, he would also be in that sweet conversation. I think I don't yeah. think many people are coming to take his spot. Like his best competition in the AL right now is Jose Caballero of the Seattle Mariners, who's played 53 games. I think Altuve would be in the conversation if he started opening day because he's at 30 games, yeah. 1.3 war. Like, if you put him on the same pace that Simeon is at 84 games played, they have the same more. It's just one of them has played 84 games. I, I, I would not leave Brennan jury out of the question. I think he's been heating up recently. Um, and I know he's a utility man. Um, but I, I still would consider him a second baseman. I think that's where he plays most of his innings and he's looked a lot better at the plate recently. So is he coming for Simeon's spot? No, but he's the number two guy and he's, <laughs> Not someone that you can overlook. The, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's Marcus Semyon. I I think I'm going to overlook him. Nope. Okay. Um, yep. Okay. In the first two months, Matt Chapman pretty much single-handedly took third base. It is time. J Ram has entered the building. Wait, are you talking about Junger J Ram? Because it's J Ram for me. Oh, thank God. Okay. J-Ram, that's who I picked, so it's a good thing we all oh, picked that. So we were talking earlier in the month, and Tom was like, yeah, J-Ram's starting to heat up a little bit. And I was like, no, he's not. And then, like, we actually kind of, like, looked into it, and he was heating up, and he continued that and has now taken over at third base, I think, for all three of us. Yeah, I mean, he had a really good month of uh, month of June. Was there, and he's still home. That's pretty impressive. I think he gets some Brad points there for that. Um, he was going by month, and – June, he had a 330 average, 400 on base, 630 slug for a 1.030. Not bad. Not a bad month by any stretch of the imagination. Um, Still has heavy platoon splits, which I feel like he, but he's one of those guys that it's not consistent. Like it's not like one year he dominates, the past two years it's been, he dominates as a, as a left-handed hitter versus righties. 2021, it was even. So maybe if he swapped, he'd be better, but you never know. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a, a, a topic for a later discussion. Uh, there's a lot of guys in this league that should definitely consider giving up switch hitting. Uh, we saw it, we saw it work out with uh, Cedric Mullins. And there's a couple of players in this league we'd see work out now, and I think this is Exhibit A. This is Exhibit B, actually. Exhibit A is another guy um, who didn't make the team because he's so bad on the platoon things. So the first two months, you guys both incorrectly voted Boba Shett. Um, this incorrectly month, is, is is quite the statement. But this month, this month, it is the the tide has turned in the correct way. It is yep. it is uh, Wander. Nope. The tide has turned, and it is now Corey Seager. I voted Corey Seager. Corey Seager has played in thirty two less games, and has point two less WAR than Boba Shett, and I think uh, like point eight less than Wander Franco. The, the fact that he's played in 32 less games, that is like a very large portion and is that close, just says how much better he is than every other shortstop in the game. And if we're talking about all-stars and, and monthly awards and people that have heated up, I 
I'm picking Corey Seager here, and it's not just because I picked him for my MVP, but it's also because he's become one of the best hitters in baseball, and he's become one of the most valuable players in all of baseball. He's actually playing solid defense, too. He's playing aggressively average defense. That's, that's solid for him, though. Um, I still go Wander because there is a 28-game discrepancy, and I, I understand your argument, like 28 less games with the Wars right there. I think it needs to be one more month because if he can keep up the war pace, and it's still a war difference, the offense obviously clearly much better. Wander much better on the base pass, but much better glove does have switch hitting versatility. But then again, Seager can hit. I still think it's Wander over Seager for now. But if this continues for one more month, I do see my vote being swayed. I, I do understand your logic, uh, and and that leads us to Stevs, the tiebreaker. Stevs says, "Where are you at?" He's frantically typing. <laughs> <laughs> I, my computer's slow. Give me a moment. Um, this, I mean, this is tough I had for me. This is the one that go down. I'm looking. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still gonna go with Wander for now. The negative four point one base running and one point and the one point one defensive WAR, kind of like, you, you, you need, he needs all the tools, and Wander Franco gives you all the tools, right? Just so we can yes, clarify, yes, yes. the you defense can. column on Fangraphs is not defensive WAR; it is yes. their own no. defensive stat. Yeah, yes. no, Stevs, I, the having having a good base running shortstop is valuable and all, but when you have a guy that has a WRC plus at 180, who's currently batting 351 with one of the highest Wobos and expected Wobos in baseball, I think it outweighs the fact that he's not the best base runner. <laughs> I I mean, I, 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 I agree with you guys. I think for now we can go with Wander. I think it's fine, but I just think if the pace stays as it is now, it's yeah. looking like Seager's coming for the spot, and I think he'll be there by the end of the season. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. It's also the fact that Corey Seager doesn't qualify as a hitter right now. Yeah, I know. I had to look him up. I'm like, is Corey, is Corey in there? And I yeah. looked him up. I'm like, that's a lot of war for someone that's missed that many games. But Oh, yeah. Had to uh, <laughs> so, outfield. Let's get controversial. Okay. Okay. Um, this one's difficult. Okay, so I have a player. Um, so... Okay, I'm just gonna start with the hottest one, who I think has been the best outfielder in the American League, other than other than Judge, and it's Luis Robert. I, okay, I mean, yes. that's probably not the biggest hot take, but my hot take on this one is that I think he'll finish top five in MVP in the American League this season. He's actually mm-hmm. he's leading the American League in their defensive in the Fangraphs defensive stat. Also has 24 home runs, kind of proven why he's that five to a player that I projected him to be a couple of years ago. Everyone projected him to be that five, a couple years. You ago. hated Brad. You thought he wasn't going to be healthy, but he has been. He's been on the field, and and we're seeing how he's doing. And I think there's there's no argument why he shouldn't be on this list, and there's no argument why he shouldn't be starting in the All Star game. But that's somehow an argument for some people because uh, he's not starting in the All Star game. But uh, Stevs, did he make your list? Yeah, I mean, pretty easily. I don't know if I fully agree with the MVP top five and MVP voting by the end of the season, but. I think being on the White Sox hurts him a lot for that, even though he's seen like Trout and Otani. But like, there's also a chance he doesn't even finish the year in the American League. So, you think? How many years until he reaches free agency? I thought it's like three or four years still. I think it's two and a half. Luis Robert contract. If he if he finishes with the defensive stats he's been putting up and also hits like forty five to fifty home runs. Oh, they signed up for an extension. Remember the six year fifty million dollar? Yeah. So that's gonna be a lot more value, yeah, you know, than just a just a two year do deal right there. Um, yeah. now nah, top five MVP. Write that down. Write that down. 
Um, but it gets a little more controversial. Um, we're still including Aaron Judge in our lists, right? I can't do that. I, it's, I, I, it's also an ounce of foresight because I, he's going to be out for a little while longer as well. That it becomes the Seager argument. I yeah, I didn't I didn't put him on my list because I honestly I I forgot that he was because he's not doesn't no longer qualifies. Mm -hmm. Um, Stevs, did he make yours? Judge no. Okay, well, so we probably have the other two. I mean, maybe, maybe not. There's a third guy that, that would have made my list, but I chose someone else. Okay. I chose Randy for my second spot. Yeah. Did Randy also make it? Okay. Uh, and then it falls between Trout and, uh, uh, I mean, uh, Adoles Garcia. I, I yeah. picked Trout still. I, I mean, it's up to you guys. What did you I, put on that? I regretfully picked Trout. It wasn't like I'm very confident in it, but it's also, he's having a fine, like a good year. It's just really bad by his standards. Hasn't he he's been, been on the, he's been trending upwards, right? He's been oh, very slightly. Mm. He's um, up to like an 858 so... OPS. Like he might go out in July yeah. and he might have a July where he hits 73 home runs and 74 plate appearances. Like it might happen, but it might not. I mean, yeah, yeah I'm someone... comfortable with having Mike Trout in there over Adolis Garcia. I'm not really like contemplating that in my head. So, yeah, I. I also, I think we're all on the same page, but it's like, it's very close. And it's just also, Adolis is a better defender. And it really hurts that he is, he's a right fielder compared to a center fielder. So there is a little bit more value inherently in having Trout as a center fielder. And he's Mike Trout. He's also Mike Trout. I mean, he knew he was going to get in regardless. Um, what is surprising is that the fifth most war in the American League outfield is Julio Rodriguez, who I thought was having a, very bad down season, but I think it's his defensive metrics that are kind of saving him and his base running metrics that are also saving him. The bat has been heating up uh, relative to the beginning of the season, still not slugging as much as he used to. Um, but he still could be a guy that gets in that conversation for like a 25, 25 or 30, 30 season by the end of this year. Um, What's he got right now? 13, 19? He got 13, yeah, 13, 19, I think. Um, yeah. He could be in that conversation. Uh, I thought he'd be a little more aggressive on the bases this year, taking advantage of it, but it's looking just slightly more aggressive than last season. But the thing that I noticed the most with him is like you said, you talk about him heating up. He had a okay May. It was better, but he just had an absolute stinker of a June. Yeah. I mean, do you think that that's pitchers figuring him out or do you think that he just needs to make some adjustments? I think clearly he needs to make some adjustments. Um, <laughs> yeah, he definitely does. But uh, I don't like, know, man. He's, he's not... trying different spots in the lineup. Yeah, that was interesting to me. I didn't really. I mean, his BABIP is pretty bad. Um, he is he's not exceeding his expected stuff, but that's not much of an excuse. It's not much of a. It's not like a significant enough difference for me to say that he's going to break out because he's unlucky. I I'm thinking that maybe. He just needs some time to adjust like the pitches have adjusted. Batter ball profile is very similar to last year. If anything, he's hitting breaking balls harder than he did last year. He's swinging and missing at fastballs less and breaking balls less. He's change up struggling a little bit more, but he's seeing less of them. We're seeing the same rate. Just like, being is it just unlucky? It's or? not like the expected stats love him either. Is he falling behind in counts? Maybe. Um, is Plinko an option here? No, it is not. Um, I can figure that out at a later time. 
But he's chasing a lot. He's whiffing a lot. Jordan Alvarez was the DH the first two months. And had he be healthy, he would still be in the conversation. But there's a guy who had he had an okay July or he, okay he, June. He, he he wasn't like the best, but you know, when, when Jordan's out, there's only one guy you can turn to. He had a decent month. Uh you know him. It's okay. He, yeah. I think he had like fifteen home runs, something yeah. like that. Something something small, a mediocre okay. month. He had a one four 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 OPS in the month of June. A 394 batting average, 492 on base, with a 952 slugging, not OPS, slugging. He hit the ball. Uh, 15 home runs, or 41 hits, still strikes out, still walks. And he's also good on the mound, but that's not really relevant to the DH position. Um, Good job, Shohei. You have taken over. Okay, with American League. I think I would like to do the same for National League in the sense that we talk about the bottom guys who aren't going to win the award because I feel like there's a debate between two people for the AL Cy Young right now. Um, the bottom guys. Tom, your Cy Young pick, Shane McClanahan. I think he deserves to be on here, but not near the top. Yeah. Stevs? Yeah. Yeah, woohoo. Good job, Shane. I think this is your second month in a row. You're doing great. Keep up the – actually, you're injured, so – Gonna be might be difficult to stay on. Uh Garrett Cole. No, 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 please, please, no, 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 please. No, you can't put Garrett on the list. I don't want to put Garrett. I really don't I didn't want to put Garrett, so I put him at six. I oh man. I drop I dropped Garrett off my list to put McClanahan on. Okay. We have it's, we all have Evaldi. Yes, we all have Evaldi. Okay. So um, who do you guys have in place of Garrett? That does not include the top two. I had Kevin Gosman, who leads the American League in FIP and WAR, um, and he's also oh, it's because I'm pretty good at everything. He strikes out a lot, doesn't give up the long ball crazy often, limits walks, and I mean his his ERA is a three. I mean he's just he looks good, and if that wasn't so ballooned by his really bad start every once every ten starts, he would have like a one point two ERA right now, and I know that's not that's not the, like a factor, but. He's very good in most, like 95% of his starts. And, there's, and these stats are all being a little bit blown up by everything else. And the fact that he still leads all of the American League in war. I'm impressed. And he's always been a fifth guy. He's always been a fifth guy. Uh, even when he was on the Giants, he led baseball in fifth. But I think it's a good look for him. And when you're comparing him to these other guys, I don't know. I, I would, I would, I, everyone wants a Kevin on their team. Stevs? I also had Kevin Gosman. I Did mean, Kevin Tom take pretty much Tom yeah. hit the nail on the head on pretty much everything. I mean, I I I think Garrett is good, uh, and I think I maybe let a little bit of sabermetric bias come in because his expected stats are absolutely awful, and I I probably shouldn't have done that, but it's just weird. I mean, how is he getting so lucky? I don't know. It might be. Yeah. It might be a Yankee thing. Stadium thing. I, I guess, but that they my in my eyes the Yankee Stadium would would give up more home runs, but he's only given. Uh, I mean, for Garrett Cole standards, uh, less than one home run for nine is pretty impressive. Um, you know, last season giving up the most in baseball, <laughs> but I look, I I think I think he's on the come up. Um, I think he's on the come up. So just just I'll write that one down for later. Garrett Cole, huh? my nightmares for the next month until we talk about him again. Um, but that really brings it down to two, and I think Brad, you're talking about Framber Valdez. 
and Sonny Gray. I was not talking about Sonny Gray. That's what I thought. Okay, who's the other guy? Kevin Gossman. Kevin! Kevin, I put Kevin on my list. But I think he's right there with Framber. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. You look like like Kevin didn't belong in your list. You know, when you said that... When you you said it, you looked baffled. Because that's who I have winning it. Oh, I had Framber winning it, and I had Kevin at second, but... A lot of it comes like Framber is starting to strike out more guys, which for him, good job. Similar walk rates, very similar innings. Framber does have one less start. He also did just go, he did get injured recently. Um, that that does have an impact on some things. Ground ball percentage does favor Framber. He's a ground ball type of guy. I feel like Kevin Gossman is a little bit more of a rock in his rotation. I like the strikeout numbers a lot. He's got almost 12 strikeouts per nine. I feel like that that sways me. I really want to talk about Sonny Gray because I've never seen someone. There's two guys that, that interest me because there's two guys that refuse to do things. And it's George Kirby who refuses to walk people and Sonny Gray who refuses to give up home runs. And it both, both in their own way are so impressive because I've never seen someone that limits so well on both of these metrics. And Sonny Gray, I feel like has to be in the conversation because he, he doesn't, I don't know. His Sonny whole thing Gray, is he has 17 starts and only 93 innings. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't go deep into games. Um, and George Kirby, also not usually someone that goes deep into games, but he's up there with the rest of them. Double um, check that. Huh? Double check that. Well, let's see. 16 starts, 101 innings pitched. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, this one was definitely a lot more messy than the other ones. Like I really wanted to include Shohei too because Shohei has actually been doing a lot better on the pitching side. He had three bad starts in a row, and then since then he's looked unhittable. Um, and that was against some good lineups too, including yeah. the Dodgers. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot of honorable mentions for this list. Um. But do we want to get it down to a solid five? Because I feel like we've mentioned eight guys, and there's only five spots. Uh. I feel like. Well. We're gonna- you guys both said we all agreed on McClanahan and Eovaldi. Yep. And we Gossman. all have Gossman, but in different spots. Yeah. And we yeah, all have Framber. Yeah. But you guys have him winning, I presume. I have Framber winning. Where did you have? Where did you have Kevin? I mean, where did you have? Where did you have Framber and and Kevin? Well, I only said Kevin because Tom said Kevin. So I was just like continuing on. Like Tom, no, Tom You're said you asked like who else? No, you asked who else do you have? And Tom said Kevin Gosman. So I was just like, well, I have Kevin Gosman too. But Sonny Gray would have been my three. And Sonny Gray and Framber Valdez, I honestly don't think are that far apart. Like like they're they're a substantial distance, but they're not like when I'm looking at their metrics right now, they're not like uber far. So I would have Kevin Gosman winning. Um, who's your winner? Okay, so, like, Gosman. Well, Gosman I Framber, but I, higher... I, honestly, I guess I didn't know that he got injured. Um, so that, that does change my vote a little bit. I, I honestly, I so I had Framber at one, Kevin at two, um, Sonny Gray at three, actually no, Shane at three, and then Sonny at four. Um, so knowing that Framber's down with an injury, how bad is it? Is it like an oblique? I think it was a sprained ankle. That's a weird injury for a pitcher, but a I mean, I guess, I guess we'll have to move uh, Kevin up because I mean, two 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 one one is gonna you know round up to one. 
I'm reading an article right now. Well, I mean, so he's trying he, to come I'm back like, on Thursday or Friday. I think he'll be in that conversation. I mean, Framber is is a is a workhorse pitcher. I mean, he has two less starts than Kevin, yet only four innings less. You're looking at all the months. Wait, did, has Kevin Kevin, had Kevin had a start this month? The point is, he doesn't go as deep though in any of his starts. Yeah. So, I mean, I I still think. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go against it because either way it's gonna round to Kevin winning the Cy Young. So I think yeah. we'll have to go with that. But we have our five guys, we have our Cy Young. Now let's move on to the relief pitchers who shouldn't be too difficult, especially get out of the way with the first one. Actually, the, this is a little bit of a fight between teammates here, but um I think the I think, closer role swaps. Yeah, it really does. Had, who but, did we have closer last year? Uh Yanir Cano. Yeah. So yeah. So they, we all have them swapping? Agreeable. Okay. Felix Bautista, if you guys didn't infer that audience, you guys obviously understood. Um, Felix Bautista, very good at the pitching thing. He throws hard, and he has a nice splitter. Splitters need to make a comeback. They're a really good pitch. Stop throwing splitters. Um, other reliever. Last month, uh, it was a bit of an interesting one. I had Alex Lang. Tom had Trevor Gott. Steve also had Alex Lang. Where are you guys? This um, month? there's a guy who got traded, who's been doing pretty well, um, who hasn't given up a home run and is striking out, uh, sixteen point three batters per nine. I mean, I I think it's Roldis Chapman, um, who fits in the number three. You can argue a couple other guys though. There's been a lot of good American League relievers, but that's my guy. Stevs. I, I also had Chapman. I had contemplated it for like a split second because I was like, oh, wait, he got traded to the Rangers. I was like, oh, wait, it's just that's this still an American League team. We, we're fine. Um, but yeah, Tom, 16.3 pays per nine is extremely good. Um, and the fact that he hasn't given up a home run, especially since he's like a velo guy, like it's kind of impressive, at least to me. Like, yeah, that's impressive. I had Josh Spores of the Texas Rangers. Uh, very good at the pitching thing. Striking out 12.15 strikeouts per nine, various like 0.1 less war, even though reliever war doesn't really matter. Highest or higher called strike plus whiff rate than Aroldis Chapman. Better Sierra, better run expectancy based on the 24 base out situation. Tom, I know you, I know you like that. Uh, Josh Spores has been better than Aroldis Chapman. He has four more innings and he has another teammates, but at the time he had a much more important role because he was kind of the only Rangers reliever that was competent. So I went with Josh Spores. Did you see what he did yesterday? I know it's irrelevant, but did you <laughs> Yes, I saw I saw his stinker yesterday. You see a roll this chat or all this chapman lets up a single to Jose Altuve. Some things never change. A little stinky. Yeah, oh, yeah, Josh Spores. I don't know. I mean obviously if we're if we're using I don't think I could put him in over Chapman. But I, I'm not like upset that you did it. Well, because I mean Chapman hasn't been their closer for the Royals unless they've just never been in a safe situation. But I mean, that might be like that's also that's also a very high possibility. But two saves. I, I still think Chapman could fit in any bullpen as like a long relief guy, and Spores will be all right after his little fart last night. Long relief Chapman. Long relief Chapman. Yep. That's okay. right. Um, Shut up, Chapman. I mean, MVP is not a discussion. Shohei. Yeah. It's oh, not no, close. No, I, th- I think I think 
See, he does remember Shoehorn. Yeah. Shoehorn. Brad, Brad was trying to type out Shohei Otani. He just he typed out Shoehorn. Yeah, Shoehorn yeah. Orangutan. And Tom, you said that was going to be your MLB The Show 22 created player. And then when the game came out, came out I asked if you were going to create Shoehorn. And you're like, who's Shoehorn? I can't believe I forgot. Hold on. Hold Wait, on. I, don't, I don't have MLB The Show anymore. I didn't have it was 22. It. Oh, shoot. Yeah, no, 23 is not a good game. Yeah. I think it's not a good game. I when was the last time you opened it? I haven't played. I, I didn't buy it. Oh well, yeah. Says I haven't played it since I got back from school. I I think maybe on like a stray May night I might have, but I yeah, no. Um, rookies. Steps, it's blurry. Well, Steph's, okay, Steps lights. No, you got it. You oh. rookies, rookies. <laughs> Rookies. Uh, Yanir Cano. Still. Yanir Cano. You guys heard of him? I saw him live uh, the other day. Oh. He pitched? True. Yeah. Shoehorn, Lumfau, Shohei, bro, autocorrect, Shoehorn, Orangutan. His new name, my created player, respect. Oh, I wrote Shoehorn. Wait. Yeah. I wrote Shoehorn. Yeah. That was me. Happens <laughs> to the best of them. Okay. All right, so are we all in agreement on Yenir Kano being the... No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where were you at on this one? Enter Josh Young. Okay, I guess you could say that too, but... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's understandable. Yeah. Stavs? Tom's making me question myself, but but it's it's Josh Young. So, I, I honestly think they're like 1A and 1B in all honesty. I think you could go either one, and I'm I'm not going to be upset. I, no, I, Brad. Um, I don't think that will be the case at the end of the year. I think that mm-hmm. Gunnar Henderson will be right there in the conversation. He's been heating up. He had a pretty good June for himself. Um, it's also just relievers have to be so good to win it or it be twenty twenty. True. And yeah. I mean, Inierkano hasn't let up a homer, which I don't know how sustainable that is. But given his pitch mix, I mean, he's a he's a line drive ground ball pitcher. So, but Logan Webb is too. But he just lets up bombs. Oh, I'm sorry. Kick, kick, kick. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Stevs, Josh Young. All righty. So, we are halfway. We're halfway there. Oh, no. Yeah. Big... Oh. All right. Go ahead. Oh, that big time rush soundtrack. Uh, what? What? Right, that was like, that, that, that was the, fun, know, the, the, the Living right. on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. I know. Um, National League. The first month, the catcher, <laughs> and the second month was Sean Murphy. First month, first baseman, Paul Goldschmidt. May, Freddie Freeman. National League second baseman was Luisa Rise, then Tyro Estrada. Third base, Max Muncy, then J.D. Davis. Shortstop, Xander Burroughs, then Dansby Swanson. Outfield, our only repeats, Ronald Acuna. First month was Outman and Nemo. Second month was Soto and Betts. DH was Gorman both times. The ace traded. First month was Gallon with the number two being Strider. Second month was Strider with the number two being Gallon. Justin Steele has popped up both months. Graham Ashcraft and Alex Cobb were in the first month. Logan Webb and Mitch Keller the second month. David Bednar has been the closer both months. Hader has made an appearance both months. And Alvarado in April. Alexis Diaz in May. MVP was Acuna in April. Sean Murphy in May. And Corbin Carroll was Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Um, right. This one's a little less risky for me. Uh, I don't know if we're going to disagree on anything, but you want to start off with the catcher position again? We're going to agree on some, disagree on some things. Um, the catcher position. 
competing for the super mega baseball player is Sean Murphy. It's still Sean Murphy. Is he injured? Why is he not qualifying yeah. anymore as it? Okay. How, how long? Hamstr- it was hamstring. He was, he was day to day for like, like two weeks ago. I think, I think he's back though. Murphy injury. Um, injury status at Fox sports. Uh, He's healthy. Okay. So he's back. I mean, he's still, he's still the best. I, I, I can make an argument for Will Smith, who's honestly being overshadowed. Um, I think he's having his best season so far, and no one's really talking about it. But uh, he's, that's because another guy's Sean doing it. Murphy's having he's also on yeah. a generational season. Nah. Uh, okay. Um, first baseman, uh, Freddie. Frederick. Frederick. But someone's coming. Matt Olson. Oh man. Um. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, hey. Whoa, The thing whoa, is, whoa. Olson's like a pure power hitter, where Freeman's like actual hit tool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how Matt Olson is getting so many balls over the fence, but I mean, he could easily hit 50 this season. Um, because he I doesn't don't... miss hit baseballs. He either doesn't hit it or it just goes. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I'll have to see. Man, Fernando Tatis is sixth in war. That's a little bit of a foreshadow. Um, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know he's up that high, but Freddie's still the clear option here. Um that has not changed. I don't think second base is going to change, unfortunately, either. Um, we still on the same page, Luis Arias. No. Who would you was Tyro Estrada. Yeah, he was Tyro last month. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Is it Luis Arias now? Or? I, I went with Luis Arias. I know Brad didn't, but and I and I like Brad's pick. I just I just didn't have the balls oh, to gosh. do it quite yet. Did you do it? Don't tell me. Who did you think I went with? Did you go did you go with Hashion Kim or something? Yeah. Oh my god. I mean Tom, they have equal war. Kick them. Kick them. Okay. Lower WRC plus. If you put it like this, average. right? Luis Rise will win the silver slugger. No questions asked at second base. He's hitting three something, something, something. It's very good. However, he is a one-dimensional player. All he is is a contact hit tool. Haseon Kim provides defensive versatility, primary second base. That's why he qualifies. Great defense. He's got his best career WRC plus, which it does at plays. 114, it's respectable. Good offense, good defense. 13 stolen bases, walks more. Luis Arise has no walk tool. So, and the one, I had Luis Arise third. I had Tyro Shada second. I would have Tyro over Haseon Kim. Under what, sir? Like, in what way? Better base runner, pretty much base running has defense. minimal value, pretty much equivalent defense. Um, 10 less games, pretty, pretty similar batting. I know you can look at WRC plus, but everything else is, is um, the exact same, if not better. no walks at all, more strikeouts, higher Babbitt. Nah, <laughs> if we're talking um, pure hit tool, I think Tyro easily edges out. Um, Hashiyan Kim, but Stevs, where, where are you at on this? On this, on this, I mean, I would go this pointless Arias, argument because Kim. Luis Arias already won. Would, but like, yeah. yeah, I would go Arias, Kim Estrada. But like for me, right, this, what Arias is doing right now is is like nearly impossible. So like, I feel like you have to you have to vote for him to win. The it would just be great if he did something else. Like maybe he's I mean, a good base runner. Maybe he could play defense. What, Luis Arias. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was a guy who hit four oh seven or four oh six back in the day. He also hit 37 home runs and 37 doubles and yeah. was like the best hitter of all time, had like a 200 WRC plus or OPS plus, and he didn't win the MVP. 
Luis Arias hitting 400 as a pure contact hitter that does nothing else but just hit little dinky singles is not very valuable. I don't think it is. I, I, I like he, he doesn't even play defense or run the bases very well. He's very good at what he does, but that is just slapping the ball. You know who I does mean, have play good defense MVP. and has more ability? Hasyong Kim. Oh my god! Can we kick him from the from the phone call? Okay, that's it. Okay, go ahead, go ahead and continue this. I think third base should be pretty unanimous. It was kind of a bad position. I'm still going J.D. Davis. Yeah, I am too, but it's just not a good position right now. It really isn't. I think Spencer Steer's on the come up, but um, I can I can acknowledge Spencer Steer's on the come up. Steers, don't get out of here with the candle, man, the candy guy. Um, are you no, what, no I wasn't saying oh. Jimmy Candle. Oh, okay. No, I was we, saying Spencer Steer. Oh, I mean, give me a fist bump, Steve. Okay. Um, I, 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 that's who I voted for. I went with Spencer Steer because I knew you guys were going to pick him. I want to be somewhat different and uh, a higher WRC plus, uh, slightly lower average, not that much difference in war. Like I, I like third what he base. has, and I think he's. I think third base is such a such a terrible, at least NL third base so far this year. Is such such a bad position that he's a he's a pretty good candidate. I would not say. Okay, yeah. It's, so I, if I could compare the third base race to another race, I would compare this to the NL Central race. Because it's, it's someone, someone's going to come out of nowhere. Like, what if Alec Bohm just comes out and becomes the – I don't know. Cause someone, One person could have an absolute baller month and win it. Yes. I, I think that could be Austin Riley. I think if I'm going to if I'm gonna try and predict someone to step ahead, I think it's going to be Austin Riley. I think his bat is waking up slowly. And I think that – he always has one monster month per year, and maybe he's just waiting for this month or maybe August. But I, um, right now, I got to go with JD Davis. Very boring position, though. Yeah. Okay. Go Giants, though. The boring Giant <laughs> wins the boring position. Nope. Boo. That's why he wasn't an All Star. Get you. Um. Okay. So shortstop. Um. While he's not qualified on Fangraphs, when you click on the shortstop position, I'm still picking Fernando Tatis. He's not a shortstop. Oh, wait, he's not a shortstop anymore. He's not a shortstop. Oh, my gosh. I didn't put him on there. Don't worry. I didn't put him on there, so it's okay. I actually – I still have – I still still have – I still have Dansby on my list, but when I saw Fernando Tatis, I was like – do you not have Dansby on your list, Brad? I just – look, I I had Dansby. And I have two people that I'd like to talk about that you have to filter to let them qualify. Okay. One of them will not win just because he's played 43 games, but – he is in that Corey Seager situation. That's Matt McLean. Big Reds yeah. guy. He's yeah, Matt, Matt McLean. He's pretty good at the whole baseball thing. Clutch hitting. Good enough defense at shortstop, which does have a lot of value. Good offense. Big role on the Reds. Strikes it at 27%. So that's a bit alarming. The other guy I wanted to mention um, is Geraldo Perdomo, who has a 361 Woba and a 280 expected. He might be overperforming just a little bit, but... uh... his The reason Dansby has a higher war by .2 is because he plays a better defense, which has a lot of value at shortstop, which is why he's higher. Geraldo Perdomo's offense, even though the expected stats disagree, like he has been much better than Dansby. The defense is still serviceable according to fan graphs. I'm going to check that on baseball savant because I don't trust fan graphs. Um, it's not even the top Perdomo. It's Angel Perdomo. Okay. His outs above average at shortstop are two. Um, hmm. 
Tom, you to see everyone, you see where it says qualify or see minimum plate appearances. If you scroll up, there's the oh, gray yeah, box. Yeah. I put that at a hundred. Okay. Um, so I'm almost convincing myself of my Petra Alda Perdomo right now. What do I you guys that, think? I I mean no. But wasn't one of the criteria that we have is that they have to be qualified? He technically qualifies now. It's sixty-nine nice games. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I, I I'm considering this guy because we can't look at sabermetrics. Sabermetrics hate this guy. Um, but I mean, this this is good. Uh, and he he walks a good amount too. I think he leads all of the NL shortstops in in walk rate too. Um. Also has nine steals. Um. He's entered the conversation. Stevs, are you are you are you folding? I'm not shifting. It's it's Dansby Swanson. I'm not gonna vote for Geraldo Perdomo. Do to do it for the funny the... funny uh funny. gigs? I'm okay. Not, I'm not doing that. I can't say the I'd word. I vote Brad. for Ellie De La Cruz before I vote for him. Brad, did you vote for Geraldo Perdomo? I think I changed my vote, so it's up to you. You know, there's gonna be a day in 2030 when we look back at our 2023. Uh, you know, player of the month, and we're gonna see Geraldo Perdomo on our list because I'm voting for Geraldo Perdomo, Stevs. He's he's gonna be out of the league next season, probably, but he's on the list. Congratulations. Uh Geraldo Perdomo he's is the 23. He, he he might be the next superstar. Um yeah. He is the third shortstop this year to win it. Um Congratulations. You were the first person oh. in the National League to have not been in the competition for the award. Outfield should be really easy, though. Should be three people that are unanimous across Tom, the board. I want to hear Tom because he's going to say, for okay, okay can we get, before we get out of the way, Racuna? Yes. Yes. Okay. Before we get out of the way, Mookie Betts, Tom. Yeah. I put him, he's on the list. He's on the list. Okay. <laughs> okay. But who's your third? This is where it gets tough because this this one's a lot closer than I would have thought. I still pick Corbin Carroll over Juan Soto, but you can go either way, and I wouldn't be mad at you. I said that Soto would be fourth and Tatis would be fifth. You're just reading the war. No, I have my own like rankings. Yeah, I mean the the war is actually correct on this in this. Oh. I'm not gonna lie. It's 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 Acuna one bets two Carroll three Soto four and Tatis five. So oh. it's it's literally it's literally perfectly by war. Stevs, are you in agreement? Yeah, Corbin Carroll. I don't think there's a, a contemplation it. of Juan okay. Soto over him, in my opinion. Okay. The H is interesting because it's not like it's horrible, but it's it's not going to be a, a war heavy position. I I'm going uh, uh I'm going with Jorge Soler. I've put him on my list as Jorge Soler, and I'm sticking with him. He's a big reason why the Marlins are winning games now. Um. And if we're talking about team impact, I think this is the guy. It's up there in RBIs. Um, I don't really know who else you can pick. I mean, I guess you could pick Tommy Pham, who's done similar production in less games, but not quite the same power threat. And I'm not sure if he can really keep it up. Although he's expected to do like him. So, who do you have? I went with J.D. Martinez. Which, I know is probably just kind of an out-there take, but he has a yeah. higher slugging than Jorge Soler does, higher average, slightly lower WRC plus, and a lower war. 
Um, but I think, and I do agree with Tom's point. I think Solaire plays a much bigger factor in Marlins wins than JD does in, in Dodgers wins. But JD's um, been very productive for the Dodgers recently. But he's exactly he's yeah. he's been he's been just kind of he shows up and he does his job very very well and he goes home. A professional hitter, some may say. Some, some may suggest he, he's almost like a he's like a designated hitter or something like that. Like I'm not Jorge Soler. Okay, yeah. I'm taking Jock Peterson over JD Martinez, baby. Yep, give me it. Isn't does Jock qualify as a yeah, he does not. I'm, I'm looking at half the giant half the Giants team has been out with like for like 20 games a season. The entire roster has been hurt at least twice. Like everyone has been hurt. Yastrzemski doesn't qualify. JD Davis hardly qualifies. He was out for a week and a half. Um freaking Jock Peterson, half our bullpen has been injured, and we're still winning games. That's the conversation for another day, though. But this whole team is very injury prone, I will say. All right. Um, is that, is that our full lineup? You want to get into the pitchers? Uh, okay. Brad, look, get us into pitching. Do pitching. First or... Yeah, rookie. Okay. Let me just drag the name across. Ready? Corbin. Who wants to say it? Corbin. Corbin Carroll. Okay. Good job, guys. We got it right. Um, um, okay. Do you want to save starting pitching for last? I feel like yeah, I feel sure. like relief might be a little little more controversial. I might have let my top okay MVP three two one Ronald oh, Acuna yeah. yeah okay Ronald Acuna okay so reliever I don't think it's as close as you think it is but okay um, <laughs> um so I had the best reliever in baseball as David Bednar yeah um cool three months and in a row then not necessarily a pick out of the blue i i put camilo doval on my list and i i really think that this month of june and the end of may has propelled him into this position um i'm curious to see who you don't have on yeah i am too i don't i didn't have josh Hader. i picked alexis diaz <laughs> my third. i'm taking i'm taking camilo doval he's been better um he really has uh and i think he leads all an nl and saves and i know you really don't care about that but it's a lot harder to pitch in safe situations than it is when you're down one run or up like eight runs. So it, if, to me, it's it's pretty easy to see that. Um, but if you're worried about simply allowing runs and not pure pitching dominance, then uh, I guess you could say hater. I, I know you guys are going to argue over this, but I, did you stick with your same three guys? Because Yeah, I stuck with the same board. Stavs? Stavs? What? Did I you... put Camilo Duvall as <laughs> Um, and then I'm I dropped house, Alexis guys. Diaz, and I, I oh wait, this Josh is even more Hader. confusing. Oh, this is confusing. Who's gonna? Um, who's gonna? Wait, so it? you had no hater? I had no. Or, I had hater. I yeah, had hater. no Diaz. I didn't have hater, but I had Diaz. Okay. But David and Bednar. We, but we David both, Bednar. So Duval, Duval, and Bednar are Duval. on. Yes. And then it's just and, a matter of if it's it's Alexis Diaz or Josh Hader for the last spot. It's got to be Alexis Diaz over Josh Hader, Stavis. Wait, because they each have two. Wait, everyone has two, so Duvall's not even confirmed. Because I don't have Duvall. David Bednar is the entire pitching team. Yeah, because there's two Diaz's, two Haters, and two Duvall's. Um, I think... Would you have uh, Would you have Duvall as your four? Uh, Absolutely. Briefly, Probably. Yeah. I, okay. So that's not helpful at all either. 
Does what, what was that? Devin for? Williams would be in the conversation because he had like one well, bad outing. Because I think if, it was if Brad. If Brad has the wall yet. at five, yeah. right? Then Hader and Diaz are just in again. Let me look at Devin Williams really quickly, because if I remember correctly, he has one bad outing. Okay, May or June thirteenth versus the Twins, he allowed four runs. Right, so he has what is it? One earned or no one runs, one earned run, four, one earned run in 29 innings pitched. If it's not for that twin start or twins outing, I mean, that's cool, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, you did push the game. I I can't even find him. Where is he on in, in the war or anything? I, how many innings has he even pitched? I don't know if he's qualified. I 29.2 put the innings to. 10 same as you are you are you on starters i'm on relievers right now so is he does he qualify as a starter he has 0. 0.4 war what the like why fan graphs okay. there he is 44th in war so okay but it's reliever war so you have to take that with a grain of salt y- yeah i mean obviously but Okay, we're going to sort by multiple things. RE24, hello. Oh, God, there it is. I mean, RE24 is pretty telling of season success. Okay, Devin Williams, 9. Camilo Duvall, 10. Hayter, 14. Diaz is 5. What? Yep. They, they're they very similar profiles in terms of Diaz versus Hayter. I mean, and it's very similar, actually. I mean, I might be changing mine. To who? I- Devin Williams. Devin Williams is not better than Camilo Duvall in any way. How? Okay. How? Dumb. Okay, let's go back and compare. Hold on, I got. I got. I'm gonna pull up. All the out. only thing that he has better is WAR. Hold on, I'm going to compare now. One moment. Oh my God, we're in the point two WAR section. Yeah. Um. All right, let me go side by side. We're at the split screen here. Excuse me. Okay. Stevs, where are you at right now? Devin Williams should not be in this conversation. I think there's five people in the conversation. It's last month's three, Devin Williams and Camilo Duvall. Was, was, I mean, I understand, but Brad, even if it comes down to it, Devin Williams has not pitched enough innings. Also, Josh Hader hasn't pitched enough innings. I mean, they really like... How have they not pitched enough innings at 29.2 innings? That puts them on pace for 60 innings. That's what relievers throw this year. Or the almost on pace for 40, so it's like okay, that's value, that's more value than, than it's just a testament team. to how often the Giants have to go to the bullpen. I mean, to call on their closer, I guess, but a strange name in the conversation, Justin Lawrence out of Colorado. He's very random, but I, I, I mean, he could be in that conversation. A, a stray name, Evan Phillips of the Dodgers. A straight name, Tyler Rogers. I'm not. Yeah, for real. I mean, Tyler, oh, there's I'm so many straight names. Tyler I'm not Rogers, Devin Williams over Camilo Duvall, Brad. What you are not? Yeah, Camilo Duvall's better than Devin Williams been this year. Okay, we each remove their one worst outing. I'm. I I don't do that because it's you can't do that. It's they have a bad outing. They have Camilo a bad strikes outing. out. More but you have to understand that if a reliever has one bad outing, it skews their entire line. Red, Camilo 
strikes out more, walks less. They didn't less, have that one bad You can't just remove the factors you don't want. To, you don't want to look at. Okay, but if we want to talk about it like that, right? If a reliever is doing their job, it's who has more scoreless outings, right? You know, no, 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 Brett. If because we said this, if it gets down to a tiebreaker, look at the Sarah metrics. Devin Williams has really bad expected numbers. While are you looking at the right Devin Williams? Devin Williams, yeah, expected ERA over two above or one. one and a half above. Um, that's you got an expected ERA at three point two. In the in two point. Okay, but it's relievers again. Once again, if a reliever does their job, it is scoreless outings. Devin Williams has all but two scoreless outings. Stevs, if you. Right, Stubbs, Brad, if you, you're, you're arguing, and neither of us are going to change our minds on Camille Duvall versus Stubbs, no. All you have to Stubbs, all you have to do to change to make it the votes final is to take your vote off of Hater and put it on Diaz, and that will. But that I think Hater is better than I think Hater is better than Diaz. One, two, three, four, five, six, up, seven, eight. Camilo Duvall has allowed runs in ten outings. Yeah, but he hasn't had meltdowns the way that he had one. Devin has had one. Pretty bad that's, meltdown, though. It's one, and that skews his entire season. Nope. I think if I'm ranking, Camilo Duvall's my five, Devin Williams my four. Stevs, what what makes you think that haters? Hold on, I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up because okay. I think I have Hater as my three and Diaz as my two. Yeah, I. I'm putting Diaz above um, Duvall, and Duvall's three, but... Hold up. We have... I'm mathing this out. David, David, David. Good job, David. You're making this much easier. Yeah. Alexis, Alexis, and then Stebs, your two is Hater? Uh, yeah. And then okay. Three. My three is Hater. Tom's three is Camilo. Stebs' three is Camilo. My make- four is Williams, and my five is Camilo. No, Devin. Camilo. My four is Hater. It's going to end up being the same three if you run it like that. Yeah, it's gonna. It's still going to be. It's going to be Bednar than Diaz than Hater. I mean, then um, Duvall. Because I'm going to pick Hater as my fourth. Steph's going to pick Diaz as his fourth. And you're going to pick Williams. So Williams is not in the conversation. It only comes down to a tie between Hayter and Duvall. And since Duvall is in two third-place spots and in two fourth-place spots, Duvall will get the third-place spot. No, Hayter would get it. No. Because Alexis has two second-place and a fourth-place, right? Yeah. Hayter would have a second, a third, and a fourth. Duvall would have a third, third, and fourth. So Hayter's higher than Duvall. Camilo's higher than Duvall. Or Camilo is Duvall. Alexis is higher than Duvall. This is stupid. I mean, me and Stevs clearly want Duvall over, but... Wait, no. Stevs said he has Hater over Duvall. Wait. I have, I have Duvall over Alexis Diaz. Yeah. And I still am sticking with that. I'm looking at their stats right now. One, one, one. Two... Oh, God, that's stupid Let's math. Add right? Diaz has five, Let's just add Hayes and one. walks per nine. He has higher ERA and FIP. If you if we're doing it this way, if we're just doing top three, as in Diaz doesn't get the fourth place and Hater doesn't get the fourth place, I'm not stepping down. 
This, this is democracy. democracy. But this how? Is- but no, no, no. I don't understand what you're saying that I'm doing something because it's literally the math. As Diaz well, has two second place, Hater has a second and a really third, and Davilo has. Tom and I both really want Duvall. But he, which isn't just going by, to happen, just by top three voting. Yes. Yeah. So if you ignore the rest of them, it should it should come down to. It should. Uh, d- yeah. <laughs> exactly. If it comes down to top three, it's Hater and Diaz. This is stupid. Could we just had a could we just had a fourth spot. No, we have to do it this way. How it works, Tom? Are any of them injured? No. I'm gonna boot the person with the least innings, and that's Josh Hader by ten. So by ten, David Bednar doesn't even pitch that many innings either. What do you mean by ten? What are you talking about? I'm comparing him to Hader. I mean to Duvall, the highest pitch. I think he has the most innings out of any of these guys. Nope, that is Justin Lawrence. Tyler Tyler Rogers. Tyler Rogers. Justin Justin Lawrence. Justin Lawrence. We are are arguing at a brick wall. None of us are going to back down. Just put Diaz and Hader in. We'll be boring. Awkward silence. Come on, guys. Come on. It's just looking at it like this, right? Top three voting. First place gets three. Second place gets two. Third place gets one. Bednar has nine total points. Diaz has, what is this, four. Hader has three. Doval has two. I'm just going to be grumpy. Just do that, Brad. I'm going to be grumpy. The next thing. Okay, next. We all agree that Bednar's are good, right? Good dog, yeah, David Bednar. Yeah, you're three for three. All right, so for starting pitching, this should be interesting. Okay, we knock out the bottom first. If it's anything like what we just did. Yeah, I mean, you were on the fence about this earlier. We mentioned this, but I think I got Stroman at the five. Stroman um, at the five. Stavs. Yeah. Mm. Why is this italicized? I'm this, should be, this might be a little difficult to do for the number four, but no, um, I don't know how, how bad is Kershaw's injury? Uh, he's fine. He's missing okay. a start. I'm I'm putting Kershaw at the four. Um. He, you could argue six for him, probably. Um, I want to put Logan Webb, but if he just didn't, if he didn't give up the long ball so much, uh, he would be in the conversation for Cy Young right now. But that's okay. Stevs, where are you at on the number four? I'm gonna go Stroman Kershaw. Yeah. So Kershaw's five for you. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't think the Cubs would be able to do it. If they, again, we've talked about it a lot. Like the what the Cubs, most of the Cubs' success comes on Dave Stroman pitches. That's true. But you wouldn't make that same argument for Kershaw and the Dodgers, who haven't had healthy starting pitching and are a better team. Dodgers I'm, I'm not saying I Dodgers wouldn't, but mid. I'm just saying I'm just, just saying the, standings, the Cubs. I'm just saying the Cubs like desperately the Cubs and the Dodgers are kind of in a similar situation. I just think the Cubs, the Dodgers have more pitching talent than the Cubs. I think they're both impactful. I can agree with that. Um, Brad, did you have, did you have the same order as me? Stroman five, Kirsch four, or I I had Kershaw three. That's fine. I think Stroman, I think Stroman shutting out the Rays was the most impressive thing I've seen this season from a pitcher. Um, that caught me off guard. I thought he'd get shelled. I thought that would be him getting exposed as not that good. Oh, but 
he's uh he's indeed good. Uh, and I, I definitely like Marcus Stroman going forward. Do you think um, he might get traded to the Rays? I saw like a, a mock trade that he gets traded to the yeah. Rays. It's possible. All right, number three. Wait, Brad, if you who'd you ever go through your go I, through I'm your... double checking this right now. Oh god. Because you guys are so hesitant yeah. about it. It's over. It's wraps. Not all league national league. Well, yeah. I mean, my number four is Mitch Keller. He was six. He was six for me. I'm assuming you guys have Justin Steele. Yeah. Okay. See, I had him at seven behind Logan Webb because Steele, he yeah. missed starts. Is like in a, a couple of them. Uh, I'll give you that. That's he's fair. been just so but effective in these games. Innings. If we want to get into like really nerdy crap, um, his fastball generates seam shifted wake, and it's the only four seam fastball to do that in baseball. So that's kind of cool. Um, he also doesn't strike people out. Not that Stroman does, but that has impact. Yeah, that has I mean, impact. yes, I think the only impact is is innings pitch because in in most statistics, Justin Steele does uh beat Stroman in. Um. It's close, but I I had let's see where I had him. I had steel at three. Actually, I don't know. Mm. I'm saying difficult. Steel at three. Yeah. It's not um, a really convoluted list. This is interesting because no, because it comes down for me to two guys that were really. It's the same the guys again. I know. At the top two guys. It's always it's gonna, gonna be, be the same guys. Same guys. But these two guys didn't have the best months. I mean, Gallon did, but Strider's been okay. Gallon didn't have a great month. I know what I'm saying. Like, he just he yeah. doesn't he even look, like, fantastic. I'm going Strider 2, Gallon 1, and I think that should be how it is. I disagree. <laughs> no, I'm going to – we're going to have to wrestle this one out. Okay. The okay. only thing where Zach Allen ha- really has him beat besides innings pitched, that's, uh, that's a big one, 13 innings pitched – is ERA because Spencer Strider had like what was it two or three balloon starts? Yeah, uh, he had two two balloons, two like real balloon starts. One yeah. versus the Mets, one versus the. Wait, what? Are, wait, we're team. arguing between Strider and Gallon, right? Yeah. yeah. Is one of them not Strider? So, what? I'm Strider over Gallon. So, Gallon. Is the, it's the ERA, I guess you could argue, but my my argument is he doesn't walk as many, doesn't give up nearly as many home runs. Strider's been a home run generating machine. But those were because of that start, those couple starts, and yes, those did happen. Those are on his record. That is why that number is much higher. But I, I mean, I I think that Sayer Metrics also like Strider more, but I don't think. Are, are you weighing that into your vote here? Kind is of. Close, is it close kind enough of. that you can look at that? Yes. Okay, then in that case, Strider better. But I just I mean again, I, I I think these guys are one A and one B, and I think they're going to be for the rest of the season. It's just a matter of which you value more. And Strider's ability to strike out nearly everybody that comes to the plate just kind of puts him over the Okay. Edge. Who do you think could squat more? This is an easy question. Okay, just put put down Strider, okay? Just put him down. That's fine. I'm just playing with RE24, fun stat. I'm thinking about it, right? If you have runners on, right, and you get out of it, you're more likely to generate more value in that stat, right? 
because yeah, that's not what RE24 is, right? I mean, it's not not runners you strand. It's it, it, I, well, it's changing the it's changing the base out situations because it's saying that like if you have bases loaded and no outs, right, and you get out of it without allowing a run, that's going to boost you so much more than a one two three inning. Mm. I think, but you're also going to get hurt by putting those runners on. Yeah, I, I was, I, that's not my deciding factor. I'm just saying, Gallon has a 13.5, Strider 6.25, Kershaw a 15.93. Um, oh man, it's one A and one B, but it's Strider's one A right now. I mean, I lose regardless. It's okay. Um, but let's just recap the top five that that we came down to. Brad, do you have them? Okay, I, I'm writing it right now. Um. So fifth place is Marcus Stroman. Okay. Fourth place is Clayton Kershaw. Third place is Justin Steele. I might actually have to check that math because no, yeah, because they would be Kershaw averages twelve. Steele averages. Wait, am I stupid? Four. Yeah, no, Steele. Yeah, Justin. Uh, Justin three. No. It, math gallon two strider one i'll figure out the math later good job spencer strider you and the cy young award again um it'll probably flip-flop again next month it probably will um if i had to guess to predict looking forward um it seems like both of them had minor yips for like a, a two or three starts but it yeah. appears they're both back which is entertaining to me and honestly, I would like to bring up the idea. You remember how uh, in our last buy or sell, I asked if the American League would stay leagues ahead of the National League in terms of starting pitching. Do you still think that it applies? Do you think that the National League is starting to catch up in terms of pitching talent and you know overall statistics? I think National League. I think the ceiling of the AL right now is higher, but I think the average in the NL is better. I think yeah. there's more people in contention for this top five than yeah. there is in the American League. Yeah, I think the gap is closing, and I, I, I think that's a good thing. Um, are there any honorable mentions you guys want to mention other than Mitch Keller? Uh, Mitch Keller, Logan Webb. Yeah. Some uh, weird guys. Some weird guys I would like to mention that I would not have expected to be on here is uh, Michael Waka, who expected states app. Uh, they hate him. They they uh, despise him. Uh, and then Jordan Montgomery, who's actually not been horrible for the for the Cardinals. Um also expect the stats not not really in favor of him but a, a light on the other side of a the rainbow or something for a really horrible franchise right now but yeah maybe he will be moved i don't know um but jordan montgomery yeah right you see you were talking about blake snell he had a really good yeah. month but other things are kind of inflating him i mean we could talk about the unexpected guy uh corbin burns being not very good. Um, yeah, that starts to turn around. Has his velocity been still down? I think so. He cut his hair. Oh, it's over. Yeah. Um, he's a new man. Jesus Lizard, been pretty good. Oh, Your guy yeah. Braxton, but not in the war category yeah. for some reason. He's just uh, not not. He hasn't cracked eighty innings yet. So uh, I'm just talking about guys that are having good. Yeah. Um, Stabs Josiah has been pretty solid. Hey, he's our one all-star, which, you know, we could have, like, a whole episode about, like, all-star snubs and stuff like that. And talk about it, like being an all-star like doesn't mean stuff. anything. It really but doesn't. It does. it, no, it's but a it fan does. vote. It's a fan vote. 
Your I mean, Mike, one... Michael Lorenzen is an all star. Yes, but it does it does and mean Logan something to the players, right? It, it means something to them, but I'm talking about in terms of stubs snubs or not. It's I mean, it is it's still something to talk about, and it is still something that's very important to the players and the fans, right? It is a fan vote, and not everyone the fans voted for got to get in there. The Why is Steve Scafani bad? Uh, he just hasn't been good since he came back from the injury in 2021. At the end, of the <laughs> it's been a while, dude. Um, no, the problem with fan votes is that I mean, we'll talk about the biggest snub of the, of the whole thing with Merrifield over Wander Franco is because it's the Rays versus the entire country of of Canada. It's the smallest market team versus the largest Canada. fan base, probably. Yeah. So. Fan vote is flawed in some senses where the best players won't get voted in. A lot of Braves got voted in, but they honestly deserve it because they're the best team in baseball. We'll talk about that later. Um, but I, I mean, I think there's some changes that need to be made, and that's probably something we can talk about later. Um, but I think if you're if you're a fan of a really bad team that doesn't deserve an all-star and you want to watch the all-star game, there's no incentive for you to watch the game if your players aren't in it. So I think it's good for the game of baseball to have a representative from every team. Um even if that, not, Michael Lorenzen. Like the, I don't know. I think that's like a that I don't think they do that in the NBA, and I don't know if they do it in the NFL either. Yeah. I think the NFL uh, has just so many players that it just kind of evens out normally. I agree that like everyone, like every every team needs an all-star. Um every team needs an all-star, get the fans representing. It's just it's not everyone. There's always going to be snubs is the issue. Yeah. Like there's always going to be misses because like players are going to vote guys that they either really like, or they think deserve to have the one trip to the all-star game or like trying to almost repay for previous snubs in a sense. Um, it's just, there's no winning in it. As long as they get, as long as they get the really obvious ones, then I guess it's right. As long as the stars are there. I agree. Steps. Steps. I mean, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head, man. And not much more we talk about. All right. And then are we doing two more episodes this week? Was it the AL and NL recaps? Try and record two more episodes this week. We'll see how it kind of plays out. There is lightning within 10 miles. Thank you all for listening oh, to the no. Florida Baseball Podcast. Uh, thank you for bearing with us as we figured out National League relievers. Oh my God! Maybe well, we might have to amend some stuff with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In mathematics. Uh, Tom and I, math majors. Yeah, yeah. Struggling to do math. We appreciate you all for listening, bearing with us as we wander through another month of baseball. We'll be back with these at the beginning of the beginning of August. Sorry, there's a loud thunderclap. Uh, thank you all for listening to the Forward Baseball Podcast. We will see you all next time. Peace.